Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is U.S. immigration attorney Hardim Tripathi from Triplaw. Today, we're going to talk about E2 visas and how do you go from an E2 visa once you have it to get a green card. Now, this is probably one of the number one questions I get asked from E2 visa holders who come to our office and are saying, Attorney Trip Pathy, you know, Attorney Trip, you know, we, we finally got the E2, but where do we go from here to continue to live on our American dream and go from a non-immigrant visa to ultimately getting that green card, that legal permanent residence here in these great United States of America? Well, ultimately, I always tell them there's many ways to do this, but we're going to create this playlist. We're going to create these series in this YouTube video for you, or just this video in general, to kind of go through each individual way you can actually go about getting a green card for yourself. And then with that green card, assist your family to get those benefits that our laws provide here based on the Immigration Nationality Act that Congress has promulgated to these great United States, to the executive power of our government through USCIS. So today we're going to talk about how do you go from an E-2 visa to a green card via an EB-5 investor-based visa. So ultimately, what is EB-5 and what is E-2? Well, if you look at our past videos, we'll talk about the E-2, which we have, and Basically, an E-2 visa is a treaty-based visa. It's an investor-based visa where there's countries where they have E-2 treaty countries that have some sort of treaty with the United States, and you're able to invest in the United States via a business. You can either invest in a business that is already running, you can purchase that existing business, or you can create a business and ultimately you know, live that American dream here. But then once you have that E-2 visa, how do you get that green card? How do you go from that non-immigrant visa to a green card? You know, a lot of attorneys out there will tell you, oh, man, this is impossible, but it is. I mean, there, there are ways to go from an E-2 visa to a, to a green card. And if you are able to do that, you then get to open up the gateways to living that American dream, not only for you, but to your family, because that green card will ultimately lead to citizenship. Citizenship is a beautiful thing, but think about the gate being that green card and if you already have the E2 visa why not get that green card here at trip law we always like to think outside the box we like to think how do we get you because you've invested in this country having that E2 already you've put all those man and woman hours in you know you worked very hard you've invested a certain degree of your livelihood your culture from that country the home country that you came from you may be a restauranteur. You may have brought over the great food and the culture and the traditions over. Well, how do you transplant that over to ultimately get that green card? To add value to the United States, to add value to that American dream and the American populace and that American family. Well, the number one way you can do that, and the purpose of this video today is going to be through the EB-5 investment program. If you're someone who is able to have the funds to ultimately invest through the EB-5 program. EB-5 stands for employment-based, and it's the fifth preference. That's what the five stands for. That is an opportunity where you, as an individual who has that E-2 visa, can then transfer that E-2 visa into an EB-5 visa, which is actually a conditional type of opportunity where you get that green card. And we'll talk about EB-5s in another video, of course, and 
you can probably click the links below and things of that nature. But ultimately, I'm talking to you, the viewer, right now. I want you to know that what is an EB-5, first of all, and how do you go from E2 to an EB-5? So a lot of people come to my office, and we, you know, we talk to a lot of people, and they're like, man, I got the E2. What do I do? You know, uh, I want to get a green card next. Well, the EB-5 process is very amazing. What EB-5 is, it's an employment-based, investor-based visa that ultimately turns into a conditional green card that you turn into a permanent green card, which then turns into citizenship down the road. And what that entails is an investment. If you are someone who has $500,000, if you're in a country out there where you're doing pretty well but ends aren't meeting in those countries, but you want to live in America and you have the funds to do it, this is the video for you. We understand, we empathize with people all across the world. $500,000 is a lot of money. We get that. But if you have it, as of the date of this video, because that number may change to 900,000 again or based on what the United States Congress does, based on the Reauthorization Act and things of that nature, which we'll get into other videos about, $500,000 is that initial investment. $500,000 will ultimately get you that green card. And you have to invest that in what is called a TEA. That stands for a Targeted Employment Area. A targeted employment area is an area where you decide to put your business in, where you decide to invest your hard-earned money that you've earned in the country that you're currently living in, or you may be here in E2, and we'll talk about how you kind of, down later on, down on this video, how you can transfer those E2 funds into EB-5 funds for the threshold. We'll talk about all that. It's very, a little complicated, but we're here for you. We keep it pretty simple here at Triple Up. We understand that the U.S. immigration laws can be very convoluted and the Congress does what they do, and, but we try to keep it simple because at the end of the day, we understand that we're just like you. I'm an immigrant. You know, we're all immigrants. This is a nation of immigrants. Let's keep it simple. Ultimately, if you're in a targeted employment area, if you're in an area, and what is a targeted employment area? A targeted employment area is an area that's 150% above the poverty guidelines. That means an area that, based on health and human services, that's how immigration kind of handles it. HHS has like this chart, and if you come into our office and have a consultation, or if you want to do a Zoom call with the pandemic and everything going on, we value that uh, in terms of your safety. Uh, if you ever want to have a talk about that, basically what we do over either virtually or in office, what we'd like to do is kind of explain that aspect. Ultimately, a target employment area is something that's 150% above the poverty guidelines. That's number one. Or it could be a rural area, an area that's not a city area or something. It's rural. And it's an area where you have an opportunity to really enjoy and invest your life. And there's a lot of beautiful rural areas in these great United States of America. And that's a $500,000 investment. At the same time, there's a $1 million investment that you can make as well. We won't get into the weeds of it all, but $1 million if it's a non-TEA. So if it's not 150% above the poverty line or it is not a rural area, you can invest $1 million. And then you can also get that green card that way. So this is for people who you know, want to have the funds, or if you're aiming to get those funds and you have that opportunity, God bless, then ultimately this may be an option for you. So ultimately, once you have those funds and you decide to invest it in the United States of America, ultimately that, that there's a threshold. With the E2, there's no threshold, right? It's kind of like a substantial investment for E2 purposes, meaning it could be $100,000, it could be $55,000, it could be $200,000 based on the type of business.
But for EB-5 purposes, there is a threshold. It's $500,000 as of the date of this video based on if Congress changes it based on the Reauthorization Act. But it's $500,000 for now. So let's just keep it at that. So if you have $500,000 and you invest in a targeted employment area, TEA, that's prong number one of how you can get a green card through the EB-5 process if you already have an E-2. Let's go into prong number two. Prong number two is all about jobs. The whole congressional intent of when they created this whole policy and they promulgated it and Congress did what they had to do was that they wanted to stimulate the United States economy. What does that mean for you, though, as the immigrant who's applying to get that green card? That means you got to hire 10 U.S. workers. Now, if you've already had U.S. workers through the E-2 program, you can count those jobs, those, U those U.S. workers, towards the EB-5 threshold for U.S. workers. So that's a really great benefit. And the same thing applies to that $500,000 that we had just talked about for prong number one, where if you ultimately have spent, let's say, $100,000 every year and you've been here for five years on the E-2, you've met that $500,000 threshold now and you have also met the threshold for the investment amount that you're going to invest in to ultimately get that green card through the EB-5 visa process through conditional green card and whatnot. So ultimately, there's a money factor here. There's also a factor involving U.S. jobs. Create those 10 U.S. jobs, hire those people. We here at Trip Law will help you make sure we document all that, make sure we get everything, get our I's dotted, T's crossed. That's very important. And then ultimately, you also got to look at whether it's a commercial enterprise. This has to be a for-profit business, of course. I mean, if you're going to be investing in it, you want to make sure that there's a commercial enterprise involved. And this has to be something that is a commercial enterprise. So you want to make sure that it is something where you're involved in an actual business that is a commercial enterprise and you're actually going through with it. So that's that's the other prong of it. And then finally, uh, source of funds. You want to make sure that the funds that you're actually using to invest in this enterprise, this commercial enterprise, is actually funds that are legal. So we have a lot of clients from all over the, the world and uh, there are some countries who you know, get caught up in the source of funds issues and we try to make sure that we ease that for you so that, you know, one of the hardest things is trying to get money from one bank to another internationally. We have people in-house that we can help you with that can take care of that for you. So very important aspect as well. And then also the funds have to be at risk. You can't just have money for the purpose of getting the actual EB-5 visa. You actually have to create the funds at risk. So that may be something as simple as signing a contract where you have now invested maybe $500,000 for a building that you're planning on renting for 10 years. Well, guess what? Once you sign that contract, the funds are already at risk. You've already said to that, based on that contract that those funds will be allocated or utilized towards that commercial enterprise. So ultimately, this is something where the funds are at risk. You can't take the funds out. The funds are locked in based on any collateral you may have or anything like that. Funds are at risk and USCIS is going to look at that. The government will look at that and we will prepare you in case you know issues do come up. So that's another prong of that. And then uh, you gotta actually be engaged, right? I mean, it's an active enterprise. You gotta be engaged in the actual commercial enterprise itself. You gotta be involved. I mean, this is an EB-5 program. You, you got to be a part of that process. Cannot be something that's very passive, very similar to an E-2 visa. But you're doing everything you've already done in the E-2, so why not just transplant it over 
to that EB5. So that's another really great way uh, to ultimately get that green card. And then finally to wrap it up, you gotta look at the advantages, right? I mean, there's really two big advantages that you're gonna get going from a E2 visa to an EB5 visa that turns into that conditional green card, that turns into the permanent green card, that turns into your eventual citizenship. But not only for you, but for your spouse and for your unmarried child under the age of 21. So ultimately, your the job creation aspect, very important. Uh, you know, your jobs, like I said, uh, in E2 do count towards that EB-5. you got to create those 10 U.S. jobs. You're probably going to have that by the time you have that E2, you know, organically as your business is growing. And then finally, the amount that you've invested in that E2. That amount that you've invested in the E2 does count uh, towards the minimum threshold of $500,000 for TEA purposes for EB-5. So ultimately, if you're ever interested in learning how to go from an E2 to an EB-5, reach out to us here at Trip Law, we'd be more than happy to assist you with that. Because we understand that if you're a business professional, that you're investing a lot in these great United States of America. But furthermore, you're investing a lot more in your family. That's actually the most important thing. Your family is the fruit of loom. They're the ones who are actually benefiting from your hard work in that home country. Maybe you were not afforded those opportunities in those home countries that you may get here in the United States. Maybe there's a target market. Maybe there's actual things here that can benefit you as a family. And ultimately here at Triple All, we're all about bringing families together. Ultimately your business is just the vehicle, but you are the one with that hard earned income, creating these US jobs, investing in the economy, all for your family. Well, reach out to us here at Triple I'll be more than happy to talk to you about that. And uh, we really appreciate you uh, tuning in today. So I want to wrap this video up and just say thank you. I hope you found this video very helpful. This was a video about basically how do you go from an E2 to an EB-5. We talked about job creation. We talked about the thresholds of investments. We talked about the similarities and differences between the E2 and the EB-5. And we hope that you reach out to us so we can assist you with that American dream based on your business investment in America. Because remember this, an investment in America is an investment in you. Thank you very much for listening.